Hello everyone and welcome back to Straight White Whale. This is my podcast. My name is Davin Connell and this is episode 21. Before we start, before we get into it, I want to give a wee shout out to the sponsor, McTassels. If you're a listener of the podcast, you'll know who McTassels are. They're a beautiful Greek uh, van that are based in... They've got one up at the fort and they've got one in Kelvin Way. So if you want some nice uh, gyros, halloumi, lamb, chicken, get in about it. Um, I think they've got about three weeks left. So if anybody runs a business or uh, anything like that, get in touch and we'll, uh, we'll get you to sponsor the podcast. That's all right, isn't it, Paul? That's all right for me, mate. They've done very well for us and we appreciate the help. Absolutely, mate. I'm absolutely busted, eh, mate? I'm not going to lie. Aye, mate. I feel like I've been fucking spiked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, see, midway through that sentence about Giros, I just feel like, say, I could go, hello, me, man. I want hello, me, man. How you bust? What's happening, mate? I've not been sleeping very well, and I had the cold, and I pressed the fuck it button, so I've just been eating hunters of shite. I've not been exercising, and I've not been sleeping properly. No. And... Uh, I feel like my eyes are like Doug's paws, man. Do they look like Doug's paws? Well, in the room, I'm not going to, like I said, when you first come in, you look knackered. Yeah. But on the screen, mate, you look sexy, so you're all right. Thank you. Do I look sexy now? You do, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm a BBW babe. <laughs> BBW? What is it, big, beautiful woman? Right. Oh, big, beautiful man. BBG. <laughs> B- which G? <laughs> Gent. <laughs> BB, BBD, big beautiful doll, big beautiful hog. Speaking about hogs, mm-hmm. um, it's a beautiful lean in to the next story. I think we've mentioned this in the podcast before, and it would be a crime if I never brought it up again. But see, the first human to ever get a pig heart transplant. Mm-hmm. Did you read that story? No, mate. Guy in America, um, his heart was failing. And they they gave him a heart transplant with right. a pig organ. That's mad, isn't that? That's crazy, mate. He just died. <laughs> was it a heart attack? Aye, was, <laughs> aye. Heart failure? Aye, heart failure. Oh, for fuck's sake. You Horrific heart failure. failure. <laughs> no, I'm looking at none. His name is David Bennett. World's first human. And he lasted two months. Fucking hell, man. That's mental. Well, you know. <laughs> He's in hog heaven now. <laughs> Wonder, right. So what do the what's the religious thing me on this? What happens when he goes to heaven's gates? Is he a pig? Is he a human? <laughs> <laughs> People say that, you know, like such an important bit of your heart, mate. Like, is he more pig than man? Man bear pig? Hi. <laughs> 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 just sorry, I just randomly came into my head. Man hog. So I don't. I did a Google search on the guy last night, and I don't know why I found it funny. But suppose he's got a really bad criminal record, so I don't think he's in heaven, and it's got nothing to do with him being a pig. <laughs> um, he actually stabbed a guy seven times oh, right, okay. when he was a young guy. So, uh, a nasty piece of work. Well, yeah. Aye. Would you get a, a animal organ? I think I'm already part pig. <laughs> Hey, pig. <laughs> <laughs> I think pigs are, I've read somewhere that pigs are, when I was a mad vegan, I found out pigs are 
three times more intelligent than dogs. That's a fact. I mean, and supposedly their sex organs are very close to us. <laughs> I mean, no penis. That'd be weird. Imagine seeing a set of balls and a cock on a pig. That'd be fucking <laughs> mental. Surely they must have them. Aye. Right, they, they like stole. No fact, you know what? I just randomly made that up. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> Is that a fantasy that you had one time? Aye, right, aye. Aye. Some porn that you watched? Um, bit of bestiality. No comment. No comment. No, but so what did you make up there? What bit of that? <laughs> it was actually sheep. I think right. sheep have got a uh, sex organs that are very close to humans. Yeah, right. And so he, pigs, he, I don't know. If they if they get a cock and balls like sheep, um, I feel like I'm digging myself in a hole here, <laughs> and I've been found out. Um, I don't know about cock and balls because I'm no gay. If I'm shagging a sheep, it's only gonna be a bird. <laughs> <laughs> sheep used to be the animal of choice for like you know um the celts mm. like welsh um back in the day uh wow. back in the day they used to, with the up in the highlands like the guys would go up in the highlands and shag sheep because their woman would be like i don't know who would i mean how desperate can you be I, well can you not just have we a wank well but when we go to jail we shag each other that's how bad what men jail are. do you go to i've never been to jail mate my mouth's clean. <laughs> Mate, if I went to jail, I'd be I'd be abused, I think, man. Very cocky of you. But no, it's just because I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> it's got nothing to do with how I look. I they thought just... you were kind of bragging there. No. Like, I'd get well shagged in the jail. I, I would, but just because I'm weak and like <laughs> I'd be shite myself, I'd be like, so you know how they say, oh, uh, if you ever go to jail, you pick the biggest cunt, just go up, smash him, stuff, mate. I'd be like, I'd be going I'd be greeting. I'd be like Shawshank, so like when they're pure putting bets on who's going to break. I'd break first, mate. I'd be sitting there pure blubbering that I'm in jail. I couldn't <laughs> handle it, mate. The sisters, remember them? In uh, Shawshank Redemption, the two mm -hmm. sisters. I'd be their bitch, mate. Aye. I'd just be like, look, is it cool if I keep my t shirt on? I'm feeling really self conscious right now. <laughs> <Turn the lights. laughs> I keep my t shirt on, keep my socks on, then getting about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, would you what would you would you think you'd be able to cope in, in jail, jail? Uh, -huh. uh it really depends it depends on what it's gonna be it'd be brutal wouldn't it it'd just be like uh it'd be like being back in high school but it'd just be all dafties trying to bully you it'd be like uh first and second year of high school before everybody gets split off and it, well i suppose you were in red group so you'd have went with the I remember in third year, like, going, thank God I'm away for some of these, like, feral fucking wains <laughs> that were in my whole Mickey's class or whatever. You'd have went with them. Aye. Uh, the jail would be one massive red group. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's such a, that's pure classist, Darren. Well. How dare you? At least I wouldn't be in the beast wing, I think. As long as you're not in the beast wing, then jail's all right. Is that a thing? <laughs> The beast wing. There is a beast wing in there, is like there? pedos and perverts and they separate that. them away from general population and I stuff. I think so. Right. So I've heard fucking hell. I feel like I need to explain <laughs> myself on a podcast. Yeah. I've never been in a jail and I'm not a beast. Yeah, so we've got bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> Red group in the jail. No, mate, I, I genuinely that I've spoke to people that have been in Berlin and they're like, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. It's actually all right. And you're like, I don't know, man. I've been in Berlin. I've, I've so done bad. some charity work. 
Have you done a gig there? No. No. I went with the scouts when I was a wee guy. We got a, what, a tour. Wow. And they showed you the... <coughs> so sorry, mate. Sorry, right, mate. <coughs> oh, the tension. Oh, that second one, man, that was like five minutes. That was, that a, was be- a five minute wait. That was a beauty. Do you know that as a sneeze, no, like an eighth for an orgasm or something? So you just had two sneezes, two eighths. So that <laughs> talk about shagging cheap. <laughs> or if it was like in an Asian country, they'd be like, your so- part of your soul's just left your nostrils. You need to keep the windies shut <laughs> in case the soul flies out the window. <laughs> You're like, mate, I just sneezed. That wasn't my snow. That was a s- my snow. That wasn't my soul. That was a snorter. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I was on the gear last night. <laughs> Can I breathe? Big blood clot. No, but I've I've met people that are. Uh, oh no, I. So I went. Boy scouts. Uh, boy scouts. The boy scouts of which I get popped out um, for having a beer. Oh wow! Stole a beer from my dad's for the fridge. Took it to scouts. Me drank it. And I get I get popped out. The beer ringing. Bastard. Um, but no, we went to Bullany because we I went to the scouts in Ridry, right next to Bullany. We went for a tour and they showed you that they gave them a deed of samba and they've got no soles. All right. They've got no grip on the sole. It's just like a flat thing, man. And then there's like a sheet of metal that comes off the wall, so they kind of like it's like the Travelator and Gladiators <laughs> try to like run up this fucking sheet of metal on a on a. Uh, on so a they kind of get grips of shit. Aye, mate. That's mad. So you went to the Boy Scouts? Uh, I went to the Boys Brigade. So did I. I went I'm to... I'm a Luddite. I did some charity work in Berlin. I won't name the charity because I want to be respectful. It's anonymous. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> no. It's anonymous. Because <laughs> I'm sober. Anonymous. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Right. That Keep that in, by the way. That was the best fucking joke I've done in 21 episodes. Just I'm a fucking idiot. Aye, sorry. Paul's in the red group as well. Uh, I'm in the comedy red group. I also got offered a gig in a prison that wasn't Berlin-y, and it did house uh, sex offenders. And the guy that worked in the prison messaged me on Facebook, and it was like, look, mate, with, there's this prison, I'm no naming it, and he's like, it is sex offenders, I'm not gonna lie, but we put on comedy nights and it's it's like fifty quid a gig and I'm like fifty quid a gig. Are you mental? To gig in cunt in front of cunts like Peter Tobin and all that? Like nah, nah you're alright. Right. Uh, Eighty quid but I alright <laughs> <laughs> No, but I was like uh I was like, no, that's one of the moments in life. I just I'm not doing it, mate. Aye, man. Like, I would you've got to imagine that that'd be pretty, a bit of a tough crowd, mate. Aye. Sober. Raging. Aye. And all rapists. Rapey. Aye. <laughs> Imagine that coming out with the mic, working the crowd. All right, everybody, has anybody got Facebook? Is that fucking Peter Tobin in the fucking fourth row? Just sitting there giving you the mad fucking aye. <laughs> sitting there shiting yourself on stage. Nah, I can't imagine that would be a good gig. No. So, I would do comedy in Berlin, though. I've heard it's... Uh... They're good kicks. Aye. I've heard they're good It's the good behaviour people that get to go to the comedy nights and stuff, isn't it? So Aye. at least you know that they're... So where did you go to the boys' brigade after you get chucked out the scouts? No, I went before. So I went to the Anchor Boys. Ah, so did I. Which sounds like a fucking rape club, but it wasn't. What number were you? What was your BB? Oh, fuck knows, mate. Aye. I had a red jumper. The red grip. <laughs> Did you have the wee red jumper? Aye. With the wee anchor on it? I had that. 
And then when it got to the, when it, I, I was at Carntine Square. It was a Carntine, High Carntine Church. It was in like the Protestant Church or Church of Scotland. And then it was in the hall next to that. And when it went to the boys' brigade, I started to get bullied. Oh, wow. And it was because I was a Celtic supporting Catholic. So then I remember saying to somebody, well, where do, what do we do? And they're like, oh, you just go to the Scouts. And I went to the Scouts for a year. And then, like I said, I get popped out. For tanning cans. For, for, for having a bolt of fucking becks. God, I'm sad that you had a bad experience. I had a good experience with the BBs. I remember going as a Celtic fan and thinking, I'm going to get slaughtered and everybody was cool. So we're like, fuck it. Camping, football, and aye. Aye. It was good though, wasn't you it? You got your hole in off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who are I'm not even going to finish that sentence. <laughs> 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 fucking, obviously there's a, there is a stereotype and there is a history of fucking all sorts going on in these clubs. It's like anywhere where kids go. Yeah, that, no, it is a fact. Beasts go. Aye. Basically in America, I think the Boy Scouts are fucking done. Thomas Hamilton was a scout leader, mate. Who's Thomas Hamilton? The guy that did the Dumbledore massacre. Oh my God. He was a scout leader. Wow. So it, it I mean, what, seeing unless you're, I've got to say, right, maybe this is a fucking out of order. Seeing unless your son goes to that, why are you motivated to go and take it? You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, just as I said that, I thought, oh, there might be people out there that don't have kids and they're like, I want to give back to the community. But no, I think it, it attracts weirdos, mate. And I remember the dude that was my scout leader. He was a fucking weirdo as well. Yeah. Um. I mean, what was wrong with me having a beer? I was only 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's breakfast for some years. <laughs> Aye, but um, it was really, uh, it was good, man. Like, I loved the Anchor Boys, like, loved it. I was mm -hmm. buzzing to go to the Boys' Brigade, but it was just a segregation, mate. It really was. Like, nobody from our school went to the Boys' Brigade, mm -hmm. and all the boys that went to the Boys' Brigade went to Carntine Primary, which was the local Protestant primary school, and I went to St. Thomas's, which was the local Catholic, and it was just that. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, fucking racism or it wasn't bad either it was just i couldn't hack it i just uh, felt like i didn't know anybody um uh, and when we went up the wee guys the couple of wee guys at my pals and anchor boys when they went up they just sided with the bigger boys for the, mm -hmm. and they were just picking on me you know what i mean calling me a fiend being and such like when you're younger you can't really take a slagging it's like remember your more jokes when somebody used to talk about my more in high school it used to cut me deep man Mm -hmm. Like your ma, like a fucking stop talking about my ma. Did you used to get raging and fucking try and battle people? When you spoke about your ma. I remember people at you in school, like me. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you used to get raging and then sit in the corner. <laughs> I never tried to. Oh, I never used to try and batter people, but I used to just like scream. Like you know how when you're a wee guy and you don't know how to deal with your emotions, so I used to just do that. <laughs> Damn, all right. Aye, aye, he's all right. <laughs> Just leave him. <laughs> <laughs> no, people like there was a wee guy that went to my school that was called Danny O'Donnell. Um, is that the name of uh, Danny O'Donnell's like a folk singer, but his aye. name was Danny O'Donnell, the Irish Prince, <laughs> voice of an angel, <laughs> <laughs> granny fucker. <laughs> um, he he was like that, but people would date deliberately. That's why I'm saying I remember people like you because people would wind you up. Mm -hmm. People would know that that would wind you up so they would be saying stuff. But this wee guy, Danny, he didn't have the restraint that you clearly had <laughs> to just 
their primal scream to get that out he would he would launch himself at you wow and he couldn't fight it was a shame i never did it yeah. i genuinely i don't even i'm not even meaning that as a joke i, I never wound the wee guy up man i, I couldn't one well, i didn't want to barter him like i was taking a liberty but i i was just like why is anybody doing that to that wee guy yeah aye do you think he's still scarred mate 100% I, I don't know why I'm giggling, man, because I'm thinking back to high school and I'm like, ah, yeah. But you see me. people that are still tarnit, still hurt by getting bit. See, the school I went to, Turnbull High School, it was really bad for bullying. I think, I think that's why I developed a, a sense of humour. Right. Because in, high, in primary school, I used to get slaughtered as well. And I was like, right, I've got two options. I'm going to take it or I'm not going to take it. Right. And I'm not going to take it. So in primary school, I used to fight. I used to be mental in primary school because I was big as well. I used to just grab cunts and fucking throw them away. Ragdoll them about. But, but in high school, uh -huh. I stopped fighting. I didn't want to fight. And I think that's why I developed a sense of humour. So anytime somebody tried to give me it, I just gave it back to them a hundred times worse. Aye, mate. I'm still, I mean, I was, I'm still affected by some stuff that happened to me in school. Yeah. On a low level. Like, there's no doubt about that, mate. Like, I still have things that that will affect you. Kind of similar to what you're saying. Like, I, there would everybody, I think everybody experiences some form of bullying in school. I don't, yeah. even the people that are the most popular, I remember them getting sort of picked on. It would go around in like a circle, wouldn't it? It would like, one date be this guy, one date be that guy. Bullies get bullied. A hundred percent. But, uh, I remember one time, see, so just on just to relate to what you were saying, where I was getting bullied after two guys that were supposed to be like my best mates, and they just turned up one day and for no reason whatsoever were just like slagging me for nothing. And we're just saying mad random shit. Like, I can't even, there's, there's fucking Siri trying to give me therapy. Siri just called you a dafty. <laughs> like, shut it, you dafty. Like, oh, that's cool. Um, but I, mate, I leathered the pair of them. Good. And I went home and literally cried myself to sleep that night Bastard, because I was just devastated that one, I'd battered both of my best pals. And I don't know, mate, I just never really liked hurting people. Mm -hmm. Like, I would get raging and would fight. But see, 100%, and I don't know if this is the same for you, every time I've been in a fight, I've regretted it. Yeah. I've never come out, no matter what the outcome is, whether I get a doing, they get a doing, I've never come out thinking I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. I've always come out feeling terrible about myself really i i agree with you mate you should have seen the nick of me when i was in school i've seen some photos mate i've, I've, seen, seen, <laughs> I've seen that photo it was on your twitter feed my old twitter photo i think it I, looks cool as fuck mate i think it's cool now i just look like i come from fucking the west end cut about in a fucking unicycle <laughs> uh, juggling but i in primary school i was uh nhs specs or bigger than my head and I also had a massive fat lip because I burst it a couple of times. Right. So I used to just get slaughtered for it, like all the time. See, walking mm -hmm. about, walking about with the the glasses on, man, it was like you know the Mexican wrestlers that wear a mask. Mm -hmm. It was just like wearing a mask, like <laughs> fucking. You're right. Like I remember walking to school and motors just as fucking slow down and all that. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> was that guys trying to get you to get in the motor, mate? What the fuck? <laughs> I hope no. <laughs> what were they slowing down for? They were all in scout uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> scout I think masters. it's just like, look at the state of that country's glasses. They're fucking 
wane my chin down to the pavement. <laughs> Big Deirdre Barlow numbers, will they? Because <laughs> <laughs> my mad didn't want to spend a tenner on a pair of glasses. Oh, for fuck's sake, aye. Did you have pals in school? Uh, <coughs> let's not re-traumatise each other, but let's... let's I know, I'm rocking in my seat. It's supposed to be a comedy podcast. Tears streaming down my face. <laughs> not even looking into the camera. No blinking. <laughs> Horrifying flashbacks. <laughs> Primary school was a weird one for me because uh, what's what's the term called when you're in a mixed classroom? It was a very small classroom, right? Right. It was about, say every classroom in my school was like 40, 50 people. That's massive, mate. My classroom was 15 people. Right, okay. And there was people in my class that were older than me as well. Aye, like primary one, two? Aye. Right, aye, aye, aye. So... Mate, that's the opposite of red group. No, there was a red group in the in that class. All right, but the the smart ones went with the older. And trust me, right, mate. Right, okay. I was in the red group. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, a mutual friend actually sent me a DM the other day and was saying I'm howling at this red group chat, and I was like, "Oh, really?" And, and she was like, "I, I was in the red group." <laughs> I. <laughs> I was like, "Fair enough." <laughs> Everybody's in there. Who who was it? What what? Bleep this. Aye. I'll just, I'll just mute myself, mate, just in case she doesn't want for. All oh, right, aye, aye. That doesn't surprise me that she was in the red group, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my pal. Um, it, it was weird. I was never not popular, but I wasn't one of the popular kids. So I remember just being my own person in primary school. But see, when I was getting into high school, mm-hmm. I remember... And first year, I, I've, I said to myself, I'm not going through that again. Like, seven years of fucking misery of primary school. Mm. I'm going to become a new person and I'm going to shed the fucking negativity. So, as soon as I went into high school, I kind of just walked into a new bunch of pals. I never really changed as a person, but right. I still wasn't popular. But I was the type of person that could be mate i'd walk into school and the goths would be like all right mate and i'd be like all right boys sit and talk to them and then i'd walk around the corner and the fucking dafties would be like all right Dan." i was kind of the same mate do you know what i mean i mate i had a I, well i i was i was the exact same i could grift between like the music department and then the neds uh-huh. i could kind of hold my own with anybody um I had a terrible experience in first year, mate, because I went to, see, because of my sister, I get forced, not forced, but I get made to go to a different school, because basically my sister was a fucking absolute mess in school, like, she got caught drinking in, like, second year, oh. caught smoking, caught with hash, everything, just everything, suspended, expelled, like, just everything didn't go right for her, um, and so my dad was just like, you only got to that school because you're going to get painted with that you're gonna get teachers are just gonna hate you that's what happens you think about how fucking stupid that is because yeah. because my sister's a fucking ned they're like he's got a wee shite as well but i went to another school it was only three years three guys that went from my primary school to my secondary school and the other two guys were not into fighting or any of that shit whatsoever so the first day of pe it was like who's the top men for each primary school and we had to go and meet in the gym hall and basically like have a fight and it was me <laughs> and i wasn't the top man in my primary school like i i just i wasn't there was at least four or five other guys like remember used to t- how stupid is that 
who's the top man but it's so daft but literally i had to go and fight with the pure maniacs for every other fucking primary school because these other two were like him (laughs) he's the top man instead of going none of us like your top man went to st mungo's no i mean i had to go and fucking fight with these reprobates and literally like two of them are dead oh wow like that's the the you know that's the type of characters that we're talking about you know what i mean they ended up fucking stabbers and heroin addicted and then dead god that's I, had to go sad, and, I had to go and scrap with them in the middle room between the two fucking gym halls in first year did all right but it's weird when you were a wee guy you're fearless aren't you i used to be fearless when i was young i was a wee shite bag mate i used to be fucking fearless man and then but when i'm older and this age i'm like if i trip out a pavement i could get a brain hemorrhage like the <laughs> back in the day i'd be like i could probably get knocked on off a motor and i'd bounce up i'd be all right <laughs> pure indestructible hi <laughs> uh but it's weird when you get older and you know people in your school that have passed away i'm kind of at that stage aye, now aye. i know a few people have passed you remember away. the first one aye uh, one of my mates mick died when we were 17 fucking drowned in a puddle oh my god steaming drunk mate. a puddle uh, aye, mate. and it was so bad because it was like um i the fun him face down in a puddle mate. just fell fucking steaming but uh, it's weird, mate, because then you start to... I remember thinking, like, what? Like, somebody that... I, <clears throat> I'm not choking up, by the way. Somebody that I played football with, somebody that... Like, he's dead. You start to get that... Your mortality starts to sort of go, like... I can't, I can't even fathom that. Like, uh-huh. how that's even fucking possible. You know what I mean? And like you're saying, as we're getting older, it's becoming mer and mer. Like I say that I went to school with who's going through... Uh, like stage four cancer wow you know what i mean i'm nearly 40 year old man you're like it's fucking cancer getting hit with heavy man so mm. uh he's pish man god that's heartbreaking mate i know mate especially the guy with the puddle man that's just like a freak accident totally mate totally he was what he, he was he was a mate as well he like i hung about with him do you know what i mean and yeah. he was a really good guy no a bad bone in his body i don't ever remember him being in a fight and anytime you know, like people try to start on him, he'd just walk away. Yeah. Just a totally sound guy, good guitar player, good football player, played football with him at Blackburn Rovers, like put like traveled up and down with him, knew the guy, like really knew the guy, and then stopped he left at sixteen to go and get an apprenticeship and uh hadn't he heard. Seen him one night at a stereophonics gig in the exhibition centre about three months before I heard that he died and was just like, mate, what are you up to? And he was just chatting away at me and then it was I seen his cousin, he was like, Oh I mixed mixed was like, What the f- Oh, it's so crazy it's so crazy mate it's just weird to think that you've spent so much time and you know somebody and they're just that's it you're like what the fuck how's that even at 17 having to yeah. deal with that mate it was, it was pretty fucking heavy heavy it's traumatic isn't it aye mate that yeah. is I don't know how to move on <laughs> to that mate it's quite it's just sad it's a sad aye, story mate. isn't it but it's real life and uh, that, that's why we're talking about it fuck it it's like we need to we need to talk about that aye mate do you have any good experiences at school or anything fucking anything pure stupid happen uh, <laughs> no i did get a wank off a golf <laughs> i got a wank off a golf and it was one of the reasons why i left what you left school aye what, what? i left at the start of fifth year right <laughs> Do I'm not going to name her, right? <laughs> no, don't name her. <laughs> don't shame the poor lassie. It was at the start of fifth year. 
when we all started drinking and uh I went out and it was the weekend, just a school weekend. Everybody was out getting mad with it. Uh-huh. And we all bumped into a group of people that we all knew. And there was this female that was a goth. And she was quite well built and well known to be just after that. Right. Was she an actual goth or was she like a mosher or like... A goth. Right, okay. Right. And I got a, I got a wank. And right. it was the first time I ever get a wank <laughs> it was the first time anything like that happened right and uh, a couple of my pals seen it and i went <laughs> i went into school on monday right. and they're like no way man don't get a wank off a fucking fat goth but i was like ah, what are you talking about i wasn't even out early weekend because there was no camera phones or anything uh, and they were like ah are you were i was like no wasn't he pure, pure serial colour lion like ted bundy no shaking and on i was like nah no me I'm like i ah, you were i was like no nah, wasn't it like eddie murphy wasn't me you like, bastard and uh you bastard proper and and people were walking up to us like that's shite that they're saying that about you man i've had similar things and i was like do you know what i'm not gonna let it annoy me because i know I know that it didn't happen. And I think in my head, I actually started to believe, <laughs> to believe it. that it didn't happen. And I remember my best oh, mate, right? Mate. My best mate worked in a car wash and it was 20 quid a shift, cash in hand. Mm. And I phoned him. I'm not going to name him, right? And I was like, ah, mate, I need to advice, man. And I went down and I was like, ah, mate, I was out the other weekend. I ended up mad with it and I got a wank off a so and so. And he was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but did he know uh, right, he's so, like what have you done man your life's over so i remember poor lassie couple, fuck's hmm. sake poor lassie it wasn't her that was getting slaughtered it was me i bet you're getting slaughtered because you got a wank off of her i know so technically it's like a second hand slaughtering i know so <laughs> and see the thing is i had lassie pals that were like i seen you with her you were walking through the town center where and i was like yeah no me just it was just getting outrageous yeah we shite bag so a couple of weeks went in and i just remember waking up and i done that fuck it i'm leaving school today <laughs> i went down to school went in late i knew her late and i just said to the head teacher i'm gonna leave school i'm gonna get a job and went round and i had to get a couple of bits of paper signed off teachers and i left and by within the next two weeks i was working in safeway for three pound safely three pound 45 pence an hour stoning at a checkout thinking was that because i got a wank half a fat golf <laughs> stoning there with a wee tear running down your face like watching the wings go to school and you're sitting in safely <laughs> so unable to take a slagging i left school <laughs> no it wasn't that wasn't the number one reason but uh it certainly was up there <laughs> that's crazy mate. joint top that's crazy do, do you know that um the she i'm sort of starting to feel bad from it because of like the shame that of like somebody denying like i had a mate right who on he was pure in love with this lassie right and it was just not happening mate it's uh-huh. like one of the ones do you remember the guys that would fall in love with like the most beautiful lassie like she she's got all the the best football players. it's so stupid that we're talking like this but this is just the reality of it. Uh-huh. all the good football players fancied her and like she would be like oh pure the babe like or like part of that four or five lassies that everybody fancied mm-hmm. and they would be like this wee sort of guy that would be pure 
have asked. A pure cuck. And would have and would have that confidence to be like, I fancy you and go up and ask them out and they'd be like, Hey, get away from me. One of my mates was a wee bit like that, mate. I was a wee bit like that. <laughs> get I, away from me. Imagine uh, if a bird actually said that to you. Get away from me. Mate, that happened to me in I've said this on a couple of podcasts, it happened to me in primary school. I had that pure naive um like primary one or two what age you like four i started school at four yeah right because i was in the green group or the blue group i don't even know purple group um i, I started at four i did a test i did an exam to get oh. into school so i was born in november so it get they were like you should really wait until he's five and my mom was like he's smart as fuck like and they were like right and i had to go in and put like i had to like they building blocks you know, there we draw and do some colour and the light, right, fine, eye. He's got the cognitive ability to come to, come to school with a four-year-old. So I was in primary two, so I'm like five, and there was this lassie, Geraldine, and she was a popular lassie and blah, 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 and I had that naive sort of kid brain that's like, well, I like her, so she'll like me, of course. So, like, we used to get <laughs> split up. <laughs> see where this is going. We used to get split up into two queues. So, like, in the class, I can, mate, I can picture this in technical, like it was fucking yesterday. That's how I know it was traumatising. Um... The boys would go on the right-hand side of the door and the lasses would go on the left-hand side of the door and i just come at the queue and just swaggered down like that, all right? No, really, I'd like to been that, but I just walked straight up to her and was just pure, hiya, I like you. And she went, ugh, get away from me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I was devastated, mate. I was literally heartbroken. Like, it was so... And I remember sort of thinking, oh, there must be something wrong with me. And see, now, when I look back, I'm like, she was fucking six, like... It's pure, like, we boys are stinking. Like, it's obviously, Aye. like, it's pure, hey, get away from me. Not rang. It wasn't even me. It was just, yeah. You're, you're wee. What's she so doing now? She's still kicking a ball. She's on my DMs, mate. And I'm like, get to fuck. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but one of my mates in school was that guy. And uh, it, it happened to him, like, on a Friday night. This lassie, he'd been harassing her, like, for a full school year. Whatting at me, whatting at no, get to fuck, no, no chance, no chance. And we went out on a Friday night and we met up with his group and he got off with, with us lassie. They'd, everybody was drinking, well, it's like 16. And then he went into school, obviously, like pure, oh, I got off with so and so on Friday night and she was just pure annoyed, didn't he? And he gets, he actually got a doing for it, mate. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's how bad that shit gets. That's a shame. People were like, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't be saying that you got off with it. And, I fucking did get off well. She took a page at my book with a fat golf wank. Hey, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're calling this episode? The fat golf wank. Fat golf wank. We found a clip for TikTok anyway. The, the, but that doesn't, I mean, obviously, I, I would have handled that better if I was an adult. If I was an adult, ah, I would have fucking, mate. who cares? I would have enjoyed it. Ah, but because I'd be gone out there. <laughs> I'd be cutting about like Marlon Manson, man, if that <laughs> happened when I was fucking 35. <laughs> but I think it was just, I was young, I couldn't deal with it. It's the first time anything like that happened. I was drunk and my pals are relentless. But if, if it was a new, I'd be like, I so fuck. I wank. Of course, if you watched that uh, Euphoria. No. Oh, mate, there's like a sort of situation that's kind of somewhat like this, where it's like a sort of BBW, or it was like. <laughs> She's supposed to be like a teenager, mate. It's it's so weird watching that because they're all about 30 and they're playing teenagers and they're shagging and all that. And you're just like, this is weird. Aye. This is like a fuck. This is like a brain fuck. Like, I shouldn't be like looking at this. But you're like, she's like 30 year old, fuck's sake. Look at him. He's got fucking, he's got wrinkles. He's playing a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a hairline. <laughs> but uh, 
one of them's like the story is basically you know no, no spoilers but you're gonna fucking spoiler um the lassies <laughs> realizing that guys don't give a fuck about the size of a woman like it's like they want to shag you yeah if it's a straight guy they don't give a fuck man she's been on the internet it's like a somebody's took a video of her getting pumped at a party they've put it on Pornhub and she's like at first she's like oh my god what am I going to do but then she goes into the comments and people are like oh I'm dying to shy Colin and she's like oh cool and she starts doing like OnlyFans and and blah 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 but that's the truth of the matter like adult men don't give a fuck yeah like aye it's true it is true a hundred percent mate as long as you're no like the standards are not that high like are you clean are you sober exactly let's go aye 100 uh, mate i've had some creepy woman though i remember going out on a date with somebody and she was like i've got this fantasy of like just i love the thought process of just letting like a fat bald man that is clearly out of my league just have his way with me like i've got this sexual fantasy about bob mortimer just this fat guy just no hair just lie down in the bed and just say, let's go. Was she hot? No. Right. She's, so essentially she was kind of like, I can't get Bob Mortimer, so. Bobby. You want to go for a drink? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go for a drink? <laughs> and you went, aye. <laughs> Obviously, because I'm a fucking white straight male. like Straight white male. But I was like, all right, so you can't get that fat baldy cunt, so you just asked me, all right, no worries. <laughs> No. Did you do that? Aye. <laughs> Good for you, mate. Halfway through Pumpner, like, welcome to Shooting Stars. <laughs> welcome, whoever you are. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm going to choke. The dove from above. <laughs> the beast for the east. Aye. Oh, man. Here, if you've got a kink, you've got a kink. Aye, mate. It. Let's not kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> this pod went. It's been a dark pod, all because I had a bad sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to give a wee shout out to you. Were a wrestling fan back in the day, weren't you? I was, mate. Oh, no. Another sad bit coming. Razor Ramon. Aye, mate. Is it Scott Hall? Scott Hall. I get the two mixed up. The both of them are the same. No. Scott Hall's his name. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I could have been clearer. Scott Hall and the guy who played Diesel. Oh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. I, get, I don't know what one's which. Kevin Nash is the big guy. Aye, aye. He's, he's Diesel. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Aye. And Scott Hall's the... Razor Ramon. Aye. So aye, he passed away last week. Well, Monday he passed away. Is he dead? Aye. I thought they just announced that they were going to take him off his life support once his family gets to wherever he is. Yeah. What happened to him? So from what I think I know what happened was he was getting hip replacement surgery. And during the surgery, he had multiple heart attacks for whatever You're reason. You're fucking joking. Yeah. Oh, So what, for man. whatever reason, I don't know why that happened. And then they had to put him in life support. And then his family made the decision to switch right. off. Maybe brain dead or something like that. Like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But it was a shame because he had his addiction problems and his issues. And then he, he seemed to have got through it. Um, wrestling's just destroyed his body, you know. He's he's had all these surgeries through the years and Aye. pain color problems. And I think Jake the Snake and DDP helped him. 
kind of get through oh, it. Oh, did they, man? But I seen a picture of him recently, and he was looking really, really old and really rough because he was only sixty-two or something, man. Aye. That's young. Aye, these guys are the old man. Aye. But that's a that's an industry, mate. That that industry's a killer. Yeah, like, it's really bad. Come on, steroid really abuse. Bad. I can imagine. I mean, look at Stallone, Schwarzenegger. All these guys feel like the eighties now. They're all having heart attacks. Like, yeah, must put some amount of like stress on. Have your you heart. seen Stallone recently? No, mate. <clears throat> I see. I follow him on Instagram, and he was a picture of him getting off a bus at a, a premiere, mm-hmm. and he was looking old, man. Mm-hmm. Face wise and hair wise, he's an he's like a handsome dude. He looks good facially. He looks good. But body wise, he just looks like an old man. Right, he's, like a melted candle. Ah, he's fucked. Aye. Uh, See, this is the thing. Like, and I think this is something. Steroid abuse is becoming more common. Mm-hmm. Like people that go to the gym, you know, there's even guys that I follow. <clears throat> I've took steroids, tablets, but like testosterone. No, I I think they're called. I think they're classed as steroids. They're called Avatar or something. Right. I think it's Avatar. Right. Avanar. Can you Google that? What were you taking that, them for? So it's for, see when a bodybuilder's doing a competition and they need to cut weight. It's, it's that. How am I spelling this, mate? A- Anavar. I think it's Anavar, mate. Anavar. Anavar cycle, Anavar side effects. So Anavar is the brand name for Oxidrin um, and Oxidrolin, among others. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's an anabolic steroid medication that helps promote weight gain in various situations commonly used by bodybuilders. Um, with so, so a boy in my school mm. gave them to me in the gym. They're brown tablets and it cuts weight. And he's like, ah, don't worry, you take it and you'll be all right. All you need to do is drink nine litres of water a day. And I'm like, what? How many? So I was like wearing sweatsuits and taking them and going into the sauna and wearing them, mate. How long ago was that? Must have been, a, I must have been about 21 or something. Right. I never took them for long. I took them for about three weeks. Does it fuck you up? It was giving me horrific migraines to the point that I couldn't walk. That'll be the that's why you'll need to take the water in. It'll be like flushing all the water out your system yep. to lose weight, like lose water weight. But, mate, this is a thing with like that. Like, that's, I for a competition, Yeah. somebody needs to be lean for like a day to win a competition. You're like, right, but for somebody that's trying to lose weight, why? But it didn't help me. Aye, mate. It's like, see, diet pills, diet pills are a lot of shit, right? <laughs> Literally, because they give you diarrhea. Aye. <laughs> If you if you're a normal person that eats healthy and goes to the gym, right, that's good. But then you put a diet pill into your body and it's like having a hundred coffees all at once. Like a line of cocaine, right? Imagine taking a line of cocaine before you go to the gym. You feel paranoid, nervous, you start to get a sore head, and you get aches and pains. Then you walk this is my experience. You walk into the gym with a diet pill in your system. You go into the gym, you go into a treadmill, and I can't do 20 minutes on the treadmill mm-hmm. because I'm shaky, I'm para, I feel sick. Um, sometimes you get either diarrhea or you get constipation. So how are you supposed to do a workout with that? That's and sick, then yeah. it actually fucks your workout, uh-huh. workout up. And that's what I was getting with the, the steroids. steroids. I felt like I was 
don't get me wrong, I was fit at the time and I was skinny, but I felt like I was severely dehydrated. I felt like I had sunburn. Uh, everybody kept asking me, are you going to the sunbeds? Because I was just like bright fucking red. And after a while, I was like, get, right, get empty fuck, mate. This I've had what, a problem with diet pills, mate. This is what I'm talking about, mate. Like, I mean, there's people that even are following in social media and every time they're in the gym, they'll take a picture, you know, like that type of way. And you're like, and they'll also take a picture of the, like the foods that they're eating. And then you see them and they take their tap off and they've got veins popping out everywhere. And you're like, how are you getting like that? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. They'll be fucking taking something. They'll be taking yeah. roids. So many young guys, mate. You know, a guy that I know, young, young guy, 21 year old put up a post today on Instagram and he's like, can I wait to try this? And it's like 3,000 3, milligrams of caffeine pre-workout. And it's like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Why? What, for what reason? It, it gives you incredible performance in the gym. What? Yeah. Are, you, are, you an, are you an athlete? You're a professional athlete? No. Have you got doctors? Just in case this isn't a, what? No. Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing it for? To be fit and healthy? Mm, okay. Yeah. I. Like you're saying, let's go in and take a litre of coffee worth of caffeine uh-huh. to go in and put five kilograms onto the squat rack. Like, are you a fucking idiot? Yeah, as I'm tanning white monster. Like, and I don't, this is a thing, right? <laughs> Sorry. But this is the thing, like, I'm no, as much as, you know, like, ranting there and for the purpose of a podcast, like, are you an idiot? The guy's no an idiot. Mm-hmm. He's no an idiot. This is common. Yeah. This is so common. I mean, there's actually like people starting to talk about like, uh, oh, the office, the the office athlete, and you're like, why are we doing this? Yeah. What? Oh, because I want to look great for to post pictures on fucking social media. That's why cunts are doing it. Like, really and truly, I think it starts with I feel good about it. It uh-huh. makes me feel good. But then it gets to a point where you're basically just measuring your dick. You may as well just take your dick out and just show everybody you've got a tiny cock. Yeah. Like, really and truly, like, yeah. wh- why are we doing this? Why like why is it so important that you get an extra two point five kilograms on your PB PB the day guys woo woo gorilla emojis do you know what <laughs> I don't know why you I don't I don't get it anymore mate yeah. it just feels so strange to me like that and that's why and Instagram has totally caused all this yeah like people do you think it's caused a mental illness a type of oh God what the fuck do I know bro bro science do you think social media has caused some type of new mental illness with us. Don't know if it's created a new mental illness. It definitely is exacerbating narcissism. Mm-hmm. It definitely um, means that we all definitely feel like our opinions are some sort of like important, somehow important. Uh-huh. Like we need to like express opinion on everything when you're not an expert or your opinion isn't even really asked for or valid. Nobody mm-hmm. gives a fuck what you're saying about it and. People feel like this need, but one thing that is definitely, definitely starting to happen is people are developing kind of onset ADHD. So they're starting, and I only know this because I, I study at Stanford and I get insight and we speak about this. They're starting to notice people, now ADHD has historically been a neurodivergent genetic thing. It comes through and they ask people, has this been since you were young? And if the answer is yes, it's like, right, well, they'll have, it, they'll have uh, attention deficit hyperactive disorder or whatever. Now they're starting to notice that people are getting an onset of it. Like, it's the, the same symptoms are coming out of nowhere. And I think that's been caused by a sort of obsessive-compulsive dopamine 
you know, like your phone's a dopamine Absolute machine, do- mate. Yep, yep. So you're just chasing that high, chasing that. Um, and why do people take photos of a dumbbell and be like, that's me in the gym, guys? It's for validation. Hashtag on it. Uh, validate yourself. Yeah. Work on yourself. Like, feel good about yourself because you do these things. Date for you. You don't mm-hmm. need to date for other people. And actually, nobody gives a fuck. Half of the people don't care, and the other half of the people think you're a fucking wanker for posting it. So, exactly. Um, just date for you, man. Aye. And that's fine. Aye. I feel like uh, during the first lockdown, Instagram was good for me because I used it as for accountability. I right. kept myself accountable through using it. But I know that these people that... I know that there's different types. Like, you'll just get these, like, David Goggins wannabes that will just, you know, do what you said, post pictures of dumbbells and all that. But it helped me at the start. But mm-hmm. when I hit a speed bump and I started to struggle, I disappeared. Uh, I it became like, a pressure. Fucking, I'm not posting anything on Instagram. It, be- it becomes a pressure, mate. I know, and I know this, I know people that have posted previous days gym workout thingies as the next day because and then it's again it's like well why like why why get into fitness and health surely it's it's in the fucking title it's to be fit and healthy so why are you then pumping that amount of caffeine or taking steroids and taking potentially taking years off your life yeah it's in in the ada taking your tap off on a, on a website and people coming in and hitting the like button or Aye. jumping into your DMs and telling you how good you look. Like, like I said, I, when I was younger, when I was a young man, I had a problem with, with diet pills. I would say it was a borderline addiction. And see, before I found sobriety and a kind of peace in my life that I never had. <laughs> see, when I used to say, oh, I'm off the booze and then go six weeks sober, See those six weeks of being sober. Um, I used to take like twenty-seven vitamins a day, and I couldn't believe that I'd done that when I was a young guy. Mm. Just think, do you know what? I'm gonna drink eight liters of water a day. I'm gonna take all these vitamins. Uh, when it's fruit and veg, I'm gonna have like ten bits of fucking fruit, and I used to just do mad shit like that all the time. And I remember like. It was like literally like nine fish oils a day, a multivitamin, vitamin D, green tea. It was like raspberry ketones or something, mm-hmm. like all that shit. Just get it in me. And it wasn't until I get a wee bit older and get some peace in my life that I realized that that was abuse as well. Mm-hmm. And the things where, you know, I've took illegal fat burners, I've took legal ones, I've took Holland and Barrett ones, ones for Asda, and I realised it's like being addicted to speed or uh, whatever. I certainly learned that it doesn't help with weight loss. That is the biggest myth. Uh, see if you want, I mean, you do fasting, right? See if you want to just wake up in the morning <coughs> Wake up in the morning and have a double espresso and skip your breakfast and have your lunch at fucking 12, 12 in the afternoon and then just eat healthy and exercise because these diet pills and all that shit is just a myth. Aye, mate. I was actually reading a, 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 an interesting article saying that once you go past the 24-hour mark, fasting actually becomes a detraction. It starts to make, like break your body down and 
there's limits to what you should do and blah 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 i think this is all in the sort of optimum health uh-huh. it's not that bad you know not gonna kill yourself with doing intermittent fasting for a couple of or like if you do that 48 hour fast but just sort of like they're looking at data and being like well there is an optimum but from what i've heard um there's a book i can't remember doctor something his name is i think he wrote a book called fiber is fuel and he's doing can i can you double check that for me fiber is fuel he's got a mad name right he's an american jewish guy he says with intermittent fasting all you need to do is 15 hours right 15 hours is classed as a fast and that's all you need to do but obviously uh, is it like after that nothing I, really changes like I, after that part right i mean you do get benefits and it's good for you and all that and obviously 18 19 hours is better for you but why do we need to do that you just do 15 don't think it's this mate i've just put fiber as fuel into google and nothing's coming up um nah nah fuck knows mate you can you can uh well i can edit this i suppose no it's cool fuck it uh i've just put in vegan fiber book <laughs> on top of like jerk off instruction and in my history and all that what <laughs> fiber field it's called and it's from a guy called will oh my god i can't even fuck's sake what's it called let me see if i can pronounce it we'll have a laugh at us b fiber fiber field field right fiber field here we go i'm in the red group <laughs> right dr will hard on it yeah bill switz bullovich bill bill switz <laughs> bill switch <laughs> i have got that book in the house Aye. obviously i've not read it so he's saying that after the 15 hour mark it's pointless what you're doing he never says it's pointless but for, like you're a working guy you work monday to sunday you've got a lot of shit on in your life you do a lot of stressful things all you need today is 15 euros he's like 15 euros is classed as a fast so you can get about your life and no worry about your diet and stuff just day 15 euros obviously there's benefits today in 16 17 18 one meal a day is supposedly incredible for you right uh but if you've got a busy schedule and you're a stressed out person 15 hours is enough i mean i mean i mean who knows well who knows what all this is then is like yeah. really we don't know this is the this is the the hard facts that people can talk about the caveman diet all they want and well if you look back to when we were you know we fasted for like blah 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 like shut the fuck up like that was a million years ago uh-huh. like we have evolved past that like we can't go back to that yeah we don't know really what the the long-term impacts of doing a week you know like uh wim hof's cold or whatever we don't know what the long-term impacts mm. of some of this shit could be it could literally be taking years off your life and you've just got no idea you know what i mean i'm a member of a fasting page on facebook and these fucking mad bastards are doing like 20 day water fasts and I, stuff i don't think that's good for you mate it isn't good for you and they're lo- a lot of them are losing hair like massive well hair loss putting your body into I, stress but they say like oh hair loss is just part of it and it's you know a welcomed kind of evil what like, are they what are they hoping to get out of it enlightenment 
Is this what we're like? What we're hoping to get out of all this? Like a lot of it's like spiritual. There's a spiritual aye. side of it, but they say a lot of it's like anti-cancer, all that type of. I shit. don't. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't. I. I just don't buy into that. See, whenever I see something where they're like, "This prevents cancer," I just never ever take that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look at. It's a terrible example, but look at fucking. Uh, no Bill Gates. The iPhone Apple, guy? Apple, aye. Steve Jobs? Name? Aye. Mate, he was a vegan. He did the cleansing while he had his cancer, mate, and it fucking killed him. He aye. rejected all treatment and went, and then at the end went, can I get this treatment? You went too far. So I don't buy into any of that. And I think it's very, very upsetting for people where their families have died of these things to hear if they just sorted their diet, they could have cured themselves with a juice cleanse. Aye, it's like, ram it. Fucking ram it up your ass, man. Load of shit. Shocking, isn't it? Load of shit, mate. There's no evidence for it either. It's yeah. like, who's done these studies? Nobody. Just a feeling that we've got. Yeah. And also, like, uh, this obsession with, like, weight and being overweight. Like, I know that, like, I've had family members, like, grandparents and stuff that have been very heavy set throughout their whole life. And, you know, they'll have a chippy, they'll have a full English breakfast. Don't get me wrong, they're no having juice and ginger and sweets and all that, but they're fucking having a, you know, frying a bit of bread and all that because <laughs> you just Fried eat what bread. you can get. Yeah. And like most of them have all lived into their late 80s, early 90s. So I think it's just down to uh, your individual kind of thing. Because I, when I went for a medical, for example, I went for a full medical. My pal Seamus done it at the SFA. <laughs> He's like, there's nothing wrong. Thought I was a joker. <laughs> no. no, remember when I was fucked? Remember uh-huh. I told you? I was fucked and it turns out it was just stress, but he took us through a full medical and he's like, there's nothing wrong with your insides or your organs or anything like that. You're just overweight. And he's like, you can deal with that and you can fix it. But he's like, health-wise, you're, you're no fucked. He's like, don't get me wrong, when you get to later on in life and things like overeating and stuff can be really unhealthy for you as you get older. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you can deal with your shit. You can fix it. I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, we're just talking about what what are we trying to achieve? What do we think that we're, what, 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 what do we think that we're doing by doing these extreme things? And uh-huh. I think we live in an extreme world. So I think sometimes when we do these extreme things, some, I, Genuinely, I generally sorry. I feel like people want to just feel like they're in control of something in their life, so uh-huh. they they do it by doing these weird sort sort of things. Like yeah. they they want to control. So it's like if, if I like, I mean, there's people I've seen on Twitter that they're like, "I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna do fasting," and I'm like, "Don't do it. Yeah, leave it. It's not an effective way to lose weight, really. Yeah. Like starve yourself, like it." Well, it is, but it, if you if you, if the only way that you can lose weight is through fasting, as soon as you stop fasting, you're going to put the weight back on. So why not just develop a healthier relationship with food? Yeah. And if you want to bring fasting into that relationship, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But see if you, it's like, what people are really want is this sort of like killer pill. Give me the quick, the quickest and easiest way for me to get to that goal that I'm trying to achieve. And you're like, but the, the actual thing that you're trying to achieve, the happiness exists in the process of achieving it, uh-huh. not by getting the achievement. 
if you could wake up next morning and click your fingers and be the perfect body, you'd still look at yourself in the mirror and think it's no good enough. And yeah. that is just a cold, hard fucking fact uh-huh. if you cheat your way to it. So don't cheat your way. Mm-hmm. Actually just go through the long, hard, drawn-out process that will actually make you feel fucking good about yourself because that's what you want. You want yeah. to feel good about yourself. You want to be like, I fucking did that. Yeah. Some people, this is, I think, goes back to the Instagram thing. You could give people a certain, like, there's guys out there, mate, and I mean this, and if you don't believe me, you can Google it, that have got fake weight plates. Empty 20 kilogram plates that they stack stack on a bar and day squats to make it look like they're, they're lifting heavier That's than they crazy. actually are. Do you think that they feel good about themselves or they think that they're achieving something? No. Their no. mind is like, you're a fucking bullshit liar. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't, there's like, we don't care about that. What we care about is what other people are saying. Oh, I've fucking seen you lift that man, that man. And they'll be like, oh, this feels really good. But then they'll go home at night and be like, oh, I'm living a I'm lie. dead inside. Aye. It's like uh, heavy, mate. <laughs> here it's not heavy at all, mate. I agree with you because, like, obviously, when I was younger and before I, I found out what healthy living was, I never knew what a calorie was. I never knew what that word meant. Nobody ever explained to me what a diet was. I, I'm surrounded with feeders that just let me eat whatever I want. I'm the same, mate. My entire life. Mm-hmm. And then when I was older, I decided to do something about it. So the first time I lost major weight in my life was my 21st birthday was coming up and i thought my 21st is coming up i'm gonna get myself down to no be a fat cunt anymore basically joined a gym for the first time in my life started eating healthy but my entire life i'm like my life is shite because i'm fat if i just lost weight my life would be better i'd get a girlfriend i'd be happier all that type of stuff my 21st birthday came right i went for 18 remember this specifically 18 stone i was like a pound off 19 stone right right and i went for saying 19 stone and my 21st i was 13 and a half stone right and i remember being you know 34 in the waist uh wearing the large shirt and I was like, I still feel fucking dead inside, man. Like, there's something. That was the first time I realized, oh, it's no my, it's no my appearance, it's no my weight that's causing this. Mm-hmm. Fuck knows what's causing it, but I know that it's no that. And that was a, in a way, it was beneficial because I was like, all oh, right, I can stop being fucking worried about uh, this obsession with appearance and weight because it's no that. Mm-hmm. So there that's you go. Hundred agree. <laughs> a longing glance no blinking dry eyes uh i don't even know why i've wrote that down i've just got duncan bannantine there's no there's no notes attached to it he's a cunt so uh. there you go <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace scott hall look guys i'm gonna wrap it up there an hour is plenty paul thank you very much no bother mate. for being my pal Essentially, you're my therapist, aren't you? No. This is a therapy session <laughs> no. with a fucking camera on me. <laughs> it's a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> the hog prince with the fucking... I've got a hog heart. Uh, I want to thank the sponsor, McTassos, for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you very much, Trips. Go and check their business out. They're doing well. Delicious. Giros. Um like I say, they sponsor the podcast and they cover costs. So if you want to buy me a coffee, you can go on the coffee app and donate a coffee to me. That will go towards my steroid abuse. 
Um, <laughs> join us next week for the new episode. And I, that's it. Everybody, the podcast is finished. See you later.